up, you guys. <laughs> top of the top. You already know. It's your girl, Cocaine Kisses. I'm in the fucking building. You in the building? It's early, early. Uh, yeah, so um, let me just jump right into it and get straight to business. Straight to business, people. So, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. The Saturn V, burning less than 7.6 million pounds. You're jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey.
What's up at the top? Good morning. Good morning, babes. Good morning, everyone. It is March the 20th. It's a Saturday today. And um, I said, ooh, I like this card. This is one of my favorite cards. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here talking shit with you guys. And I'm actually doing a reading for myself. And I like the first card that came out. Now, all my tarot readers, uh, you know, the four of wands is that shit. Yeah, and um, the people. Ooh, look at the empress. All right, let me get let me get serious, you guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> the love is gone. <laughs> I should take a picture of this shit. <laughs> All right, let me get straight to business, you guys. Good morning. How are you? You know, Cole loves you. Missed you. And I hope for those of you who got a chance, you uh listen to the uh, second battle of kings. Versus Queens Part 2. I hope you enjoy it. If you haven't gotten around to it, totally ch uh, check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, But yeah, this morning, I'm not doing the um, Critiques of the Battle. I'll start that back on Monday. Um, This weekend is going to be super chaotic for me. But I figured, let me, you know, talk to you guys before shit start getting real. Um, It's about 8 in the morning. And a um, few things to discuss. So I'm not going to try to keep you too long. But... You know, I know you guys love listening to me. I love talking to you. So here we are, right? So first and foremost, uh, as always, round of applause for you guys. <laughs> definitely, definitely round of applause for you guys. Um, you guys um, have been supporting me from day one, and I totally appreciate everyone who listens in, um, whether you're listening in for the right or wrong reasons, you're still fucking listening, hopefully they're the right reasons, ooh, I just spit the deck, got the ace of cups and the king of cups, I you know, let me put these cards down, spirit, let me put these motherfucking cards down, that's, um, listen, I woke up feeling amazing, all right, let's just start right there, all right, I'm, Woke up, you guys, feeling amazing. Last night was kind of awkward. I had, um, not, I don't want to say awkward, just the last thing on my mind before I, uh, attempted to go to bed, because you guys know how me and sleep do, um, was my masculine, and I could feel his pain and his concerns, and it's not so much over me and him, it's just what he's in, he's embarked on and things that are affecting him solely. So I feel that, and you feel the energy. And so um, I had some things on my brain and just, it was, a lot, it was heavy, it was heavy energy. So um, to go to sleep like that um, and wake up like completely free, like weightless. I woke up and you would have never thought I felt the way that I just described to you guys the night before. This is, I'm telling you, the power of Jesus and the power of God. And again, I let you guys know, I don't try to dictate to anyone um, who you should worship, what's right, what's wrong. I just give you guys my truth and my life. Um, I have no problem um, doing such because I live in truth. And so for me, uh, spirituality is everything. Um my relationship with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is everything, right? So um, I say that to say because if it were not for him, I would have not been able to wake up the way that I did. And just to wake up, period, right? Round of applause for Jesus. 
can hear, I can hear the elders like, he woke me up this morning. Hold on. And started me on my way. Mm -mm, the Lord mm -mm, is blessing me right now. Hey, right now, right now. Y'all better stop acting like y'all don't love the Lord. Don't be loving him in secret. Yeah, you heard what the Bible said. Bible says you're supposed to love God so everybody knows. You don't hide that nigga. Well, you hide your ass on judgment day. You won't be making it through them gates. But, um, yeah, um, that tracking. So, yeah, I woke up really in a great mood. I did my daily routine. And for those of you who don't know, um, I don't let uh, 7 o'clock in the morning or 7.30, the latest, hit without reading scriptures without praying without giving uh thanks to god because i personally feel how else can you start your day if it doesn't start with him first like you you need it's like you need the armor you need to be equipped to deal with whatever's coming your way today and i personally feel like if i don't put god first i ain't gonna be able to handle the shit i don't know what's coming so i hear somebody i heard you bitch i hear somebody like where you read tarot bitch yeah but i ain't god you see see is that kind of thinking <laughs> i can hear you bitch i heard you when you said it it's that kind of thinking that keeps a lot of you guys uh stagnated mentally right got a lot of uh growth to um growing to do sweetheart i love you though just know that i heard you um yeah, so my day today, moving forward in why I'm up so early, getting shit done so early with you guys, because for one, um, nine o'clock, and it's already 8-11, right? So get to it, right? Just get to it, Cole. Nine o'clock is the last day of me attending the uh, National uh, uh, Public Defenders Conference I was telling you guys about. Do you remember? Were you listening to me? <laughs> Well, um, if you didn't get a chance to, um, a couple of segments back, I mentioned that, um, I was invited through my employer to attend a national public defense virtual conference this year. And obviously this is the first time they're doing it virtually. Um, but I definitely will be, um, coming back to um the conference today as i have been since it started to see what exactly uh what you know what new information um i can learn so so far so far like i said it's been it's been great you guys um gonna look into this at nine o'clock so this is why i had to do this really fucking quick so shout out to you know all the supporters and sponsors of the national public defense uh conference it is definitely amazing um, so I have that that I got to tend to at nine, right? And then I have, um, my family's doing a family reunion today, you guys. <laughs> which is pretty fucking dope. Um, you know, my family has like, which probably all families do have like some type of story, attached to them and I'm not gonna get into it on here maybe one day I will right you let me know if you want to hear it but um this ain't today so so um I think around one or two o'clock we have this zoom family reunion going on and I will be there my children will be there I actually this actually cut into my nail appointment I know that just sounds crazy 
and my um nail technician is like so fucking cool. I just called Nelson like seven this morning, like Nelson, squeeze me in. Either take me, you know, tomorrow at two, because I can't get my nails done today at all. And, and they're not bad. They're getting there though. <laughs> you know, bitches, you know when you can look at your nails and you see the fucking feeling like, uh, okay. So I'm at that point, but it's still good. It's all right. Um, I'm not superficial, so it's cool. Uh, I'll get it done tomorrow, so I just let him know. I just wanted to let Nelson know when to schedule me for. And so, you know, he's like, Coco, you come tomorrow, 9 o'clock. And I'm like, nah, nigga, I got class at 9 o'clock. So shout out to me, you guys. My um, LSAT classes begin tomorrow. So I will be eventually taking a break um, from the podcast just for a little while because I have to get myself in the swing of classes again. And so a lot of my focus should be on my classes and my classwork and uh, what is required of me. Um, Yeah, so I'll keep you guys posted with that. Don't worry, I won't leave without giving you all the battles first, all right? So whatever, however I have to do it, it'll get done. But just giving you a heads up that I will be taking a slight break um, cause there are other things that I got to tend to, right? So there's that. And, uh, yeah, that's just like the meat and potatoes of what's been going on with me. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, I'm just sitting here looking at this fucking spread. Like you guys, this is the spread niggas pay tarot readers hope that they get when they get a reading. This shit is beautiful. Thank you, Lord. I'm just sitting here being patient, waiting on my masculine. All right, let me get, <laughs> y'all know I ain't, y'all know I'm a mess. Y'all know I'm a mess. All right, let me get straight to it, to these topics of discussion. Topics of discussion. All right, so I know you guys know, uh, I mean, shit, everybody fucking knows at this point, right? What's been transpiring between uh, Candace Owens and Cardi B? Now, let's just be clear. This is me, you guys. This is my opinion. This is my truth, right? I'm a realist, so you don't have to agree. Just, you know, respect my opinion, my truth. I really don't care for both women. Um, But if I had to choose one over the other, it would be Cardi, simply because she's from the South Bronx. She's from the West Side, right? That alone is is, is probably why I would choose her. But I have to be honest with myself. Candace has her moments, right, where I just want to be like, are you fucking serious with what you just said? This bitch ain't serious. And then there are the Cardi moments where I'm just embarrassed that she reps the Bronx. This is me, you guys. So what I'm getting ready to say is my opinion solely, right? Solely mine. So you guys are all aware. Oh, man. So, um, yeah. So... You guys should all be aware. If you're not, let me be the one to kind of give you a synopsis of what the fuck has been going on. Apparently, Cardi B and Candace went on a back and forth war through uh, Twitter discussing how Candace 
Owens felt about Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion's performance last Sunday at the Grammys. Now, just to be honestly fair, right? Speaking from my perception, if it wasn't so much cattiness and shade thrown at each other, like if both women would have spoken to each other respectfully and executed their opinions towards one another with uh, dignity, integrity, and respect for one another's difference of opinion, maybe it wouldn't have got so messy, right? I'm, I, I just feel like maybe it wouldn't have got so messy if that was um, the intentions of both women, but clearly it fucking wasn't. Um, so let me just say, I understood, and, and, and believe me, you guys, I don't, oh, I don't take no, like, Ugh, I'm mad. When it's truth, it's truth. I have to speak truth. And I always tell everybody, if you're standing on the side of truth, then you're good. If you're not, fuck it. But I don't lean towards who I like. I lean towards the fucking truth. So I say that to say, I don't fuck with Candace, right? But when she makes a point, you guys, and I resonate with it, I'm living in my truth. I'm going to support it. And the reason I say that is because... And we're going to get to a lot of the shit that was said that where I don't resonate with and where Cardi definitely had made some valid points herself. But I was in agreement with Candace Owens when she spoke about the performance on the Grammys with Meg Thee Stallion and Cardi B. I didn't even watch it. I'm going to be honest. I did not watch it. I'm older than both them bitches, Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, Okay. I, so I get ex freedom and expression of one's sexuality. I get that, right? But what was shown on television, in my opinion, was very degrading as a woman, as black women, okay? So I understood where Candace was coming from because, you know, far too, all too often, we complain as black women that we are being depicted and as being over sexualized, like um, black women are only good for uh, showing skin, being seductive. It's like for a while now, we've been stamped with that as our profile, right? And so to try to get away from that stereotype and you see shit like this, especially if you're a black woman, it might be cringy. You know, to me, it definitely was like, here we are fighting for our respect, um, you know, to be looked at with respect and integrity. And then we kind of throw that entire image out the window. Like we've gotten far so far that we got far enough to do this shit. Like I, I'm not okay with it. You understand your sexuality and your expression of such is your entitlement, right? But as a celebrity, you're influencing, which Candace is right, you're influencing millions of other young women, specifically women that share the same race as you. And you are definitely confusing the shit out of them. This is the reason why the increase in fake asses, fake lips, fake breasts, fake hips, fake hair. This is not to say fake hair and all that shit wasn't, you know, apparent before. Clearly it was. 
But it has went to an all-time high now. Like, I don't even think bitches even know who they are anymore. Because they went and, and, and doctored up themselves so much to try to replace the lack of self-esteem and love that they do not have. Like, you can buy all that shit, you can fix yourself, and you will still feel, in the words of TLC, rest in peace, Lisa Lefta Lopez, unpretty, bitch. You do all of that, and you still ain't happy, right? But anyway, the story of a lot of celebrities' lives, they do all that shit, have all that money, ah, 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 and they still miserable as shit, right? So... Yeah, do I agree with Candace when she made that statement? Absolutely. That's one of my biggest pet peeves with Cardi. I'm not mad that she's an entertainer and this is how she entertains. But think about that. Entertain for entertainment purposes only. How real do how real does anybody take anything that is for entertainment purposes only? You dig? Like, I don't expect Cardi B to be me or to be anybody else. I expect her to be her. But at some point, my this foolishness and this uh, propaganda you pushing is played. You know what I'm saying? Enlightened and elevated women will like your music if they choose to like it. But your stance and what you stand for sometimes what do you stand for? Like, <laughs> make me clear because from what I see, all you represent is sex, raunchiness, messiness. I can't resonate with that. You know what I'm saying? I really can't. Sorry, you guys. And I'm not trying to bash her because she's an amazing artist, right? She's done her number. She's done what it is she wanted to do when she came into this game. But I think celebrities need to understand not all of us have to co-sign your shit. And I don't even really think they give a fuck, some of them, whether people like myself don't fuck with them because there's so many others that do. You understand? So, like I always say, Cardi B's not sitting in her house right now listening to my podcast, Devastated. No, she's not. But perhaps she does need to listen to my podcast and reevaluate some of the things she does in her life, some of the moves she's making. Because they're not always the best moves. Like, like, like the lock said years ago, all money ain't good money, my nigga. Like, y'all need to know when to say no to some shit. But hey, I ain't y'all, y'all ain't me. So it got to the point where, you know, Candace on a Fox TV show the ne the very next day um, chose to express her disdain for what exactly she witnessed that night and uh, on the Grammys. And it wasn't just, just to be clear, it wasn't just Candace. Um, you know, people called in and made complaints um, behind the ratchet, the ratchetness. They thought it was just a little bit too vulgar. Um, and from what I've heard, because again, I have to be honest, you guys, I have not saw the performance. I've heard it was as bad as it was sounding. Um, yeah. So with that being said, nasty words were exchanged between both women and where allegations were uh, made, you know, like I said, Candace was very local, uh, vocal about her disdain for what she saw on the show. It was just, in her words, uh, disrespectful. 
It was insulting to her and she uh, stated others perhaps. And um, Cardi B shot back. You know, she defended herself as would anybody. And um, it just got real messy for both women. Just very, very fucking messy. Like, Maria, where are you? Clean this shit up because, huh. So I'm not going to spend all day on it. The bottom line is that it got to a place where both women were attacking each other so bad that personal business and allegations surfaced. Um, allegedly, uh, Candace is vowing to now sue rapper Cardi B for tweeting an allegedly fake screenshot of her that suggests her husband and brother had an affair. So those tweets have since then been removed, obviously. <laughs> But if you saw it, you saw it. And, um, you know, words like defamation and slander started to surface. And I just need people to be clear on, you know, what exactly uh, defamation is, right? So generally speaking, defamation is a false and unprivileged statement of fact that is harmful to someone's reputation and published with fault meaning as a result of negligence or malice. So I've actually, unfortunately, experienced uh, slander and defamation at my workplace. Um, yeah. And it's exactly what I just read. The true terminology of it is someone presenting a false narrative of, of what they are believing and uh, pushing out to others as being a fact in which what they're saying is uh, harmful to the person being discussed um, in the statement. And so I danced around with whether or not this was actually defamation that was being um, being done. And, and, and I don't see the defamation. And the reason why I say I don't see the defamation is because if the statement is true, because remember the first part of defamation is false. It says it plain and simple is a false and unprivileged. So if I say something that is true, but it hurts, that's just the truth. There's no defamation in that. But if I say something and present it as a fact, and it turns out that it wasn't, and what you said was hurtful, disrespectful, ruined somebody's reputation, um, then that's where the defamation comes in. Slander is, um, you know, then there's other parts of it. Libel is when you write it out. It's a written defamation and slander is spoken. So I experienced both libel, <laughs> defamation, and slander. So again, in order for it to be defamation, what's being said, the content of what's being said has to be false. And so when you go, Candace, and you admit to what's being said about you, where's the defamation at? You understand? Like, we got to stop being so stuck in emotions that we fail to really think before we speak, right? Just, just wanted that to be noted because we throw words around and I'm suing you and la, 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 defamation and... You motherfuckers shouldn't even went back and forth on this shit. Like, this is really sad. Like, grown women meet up, sit down, have a talk. Why are you doing all of this? What, it, what was this for? Ratings, people? Likes? 
Certainly, it's not for a resolution of any sort. But um, Owens did respond back to the tweet. She said, FYI, I do have a brother, a private citizen, who you are slandering right now with this photoshopped image that you are now publicly claiming you saw tweeted in real life. She also goes on to say she just spoke with her family and she is 100% suing Cardi for the fuckery that was stated. She said, you can't just start throwing out wild lies against private members of my family because you're upset someone called you out on your degenerate performance. So, uh, I don't know how serious these women are if they will even do what it is they're alleging they're going to do because Cardi's also alleging she's going to sue as well. This shit is just nasty. And um, at the end of the day, I don't see how any of this uh, uplifts black women or make us look any better in this limelight than what we were looking prior. This shit is nasty. You know, lawyers are now being told to each party that they're going to be involved. Uh, and again, you know, I can see both women's point of views. I really can. Maybe I gravitate a little closer with uh, Candace, as much as I hate to say that, but I do just because of where her argument stems from. I do believe that the perception of what was shown Sunday on television is just disheartening to women, black women in general. Like it just doesn't put us in the best limelight. It makes us look very inferior. It makes us look like that's all we're good for. Because you know, what else do you women do other than gyrate on stage, twerk, talk about sucking dick, pussy, money? What else do you do? Just, just tell me what else you do. You know, Cardi's very honest. Prior to her becoming a star, she was a stripper. That's what she did. She chooses to do nothing else but what she's doing now. And that's her prerogative. But not all women look to you, Cardi, or even you, Candace, as someone they look up to. Just need you to know that. And, and you can't say, well, I ain't trying to be nobody's role model. You are once you step into this limelight. You understand, once you step into this arena, you're responsible in the sense of whatever you put out there and the influence it has on the masses. So if you don't know that, maybe you shouldn't even be doing what it is you do. Um, yeah, so this shit nasty and I hope that it doesn't get to the point of legal um, representation being something that appears in the future, but one never knows. You know, uh, Cardi went on to say, you know, she took this, I don't want to say lightly, but she tried to, I would imagine, be uh, lighthearted with it in the beginning. Like, yay, we made Fox News, guys. Um, you know, things of that sort. Uh, she said, matter of fact, I'm just going to think... Uh, Candy, she put my performance on Fox News, giving it more views. So, you know, this is where I kind of was like, come on, Cardi. You're more focused on more likes than the message B. 
being delivered to you because there is a message even if you don't like the messenger that's why it says don't kill the messenger what candace is saying makes a lot of fucking sense cardi and rather than listen to what she's saying you know and take into consideration what's being said you get defensive and it's like oh i don't give a fuck look at all my likes because that's the life we live in now we just do it for the fucking likes this is why i hate this era <laughs> That's why I don't resonate with none of this shit. I don't listen to none of this new music. I'm sorry, new artists. If you hot, then I will fuck with you. But for the most part, I don't resonate with this shit. This shit is too fake for me. I don't do fake. I don't do frauds. Um, yeah, so... Ew. Hope that shit gets worked out, you guys. But, um, yeah, moving forward. <laughs> moving forward. There is something I do want to also discuss... Uh, another performance from the Grammys that a lot of you guys probably didn't even hear. So, um, and it was interesting that th someone did an article about this because I'm not even going to hold you. When I saw the performance, and I'm speaking about Little Baby, shout out to him, but when I saw his performance, I was outraged. And I'm going to tell you why. Because far too many times, we, we as black people to exploit our own uh, struggles and I don't know whether we're doing it to bring awareness or we're doing it because we know people are sensitive to the topic and then it puts us in a position to uh, capitalize off, off of it I'm gonna just be honest and I really believe in my heart this is the reason why Tamir Rice's mother got very offended when I saw the performance and again it has nothing to do with little baby as an artist I don't think he you know wholeheartedly meant to be disrespectful by his Grammy performance. But I have to agree, and I know maybe a few of you listening, I, I wasn't okay with the performance. I, I already seen it was a shit, shit show. I saw the uh, narrative behind the narrative. So, yeah, it was to me, it was like, really? You know what I'm saying? I looked at it, I observed it closer. And um, clearly... Uh, Someone else felt the same way that I felt when I saw the performance. And it's not just someone. It's uh, Tamir Rice's mother, uh, Samaria Rice. And she looked at the performance and said, look at this clout chaser. And, you know, you can't be upset or you can't look at what she stated as something inaccurate because I felt the same shit. I didn't feel it was genuine. I felt, oh, this is a topic that everybody is gravitating towards. It's uh, a sensitive topic. It's a topic that all black people at this point have collectively decided to stand together on. And so you use that moment to bring more attention to yourself. Now, I don't know if he knew that that's what it what I don't know if he knew that's how it would be perceived, but I mean, just think about it, little baby, for a second. If you're listening, somebody tell you to listen to this podcast. Did you really want to do that performance yourself or were you enticed to do it? Right. Yeah. So to, uh, Tamir Rice's mother called out little baby uh, and his Grammy performance including Until Freedom activist Tamika Mallory. So um, she was livid. 
she was very livid. Um, she posted from her account some very um, harsh words about the uh, performance and what she felt like uh, it was disrespectful. And I can understand and resonate with that because sometimes people are opportunists. They wait for a situation to happen to capitalize off of it, like I spoke of. Um, and her words were, look at this clout chaser. Did she lose something in this fight? I don't think so. That's the problem. They take us for a joke. That's why we never have justice because of shit like this. And I can't disagree with her. I'm going to be very honest. Like, we need to know when and where to do certain things, right? Everything is should not be done just for the limelight. You understand? Because that's why half of the shit is not taken seriously. You dig? Like, you know? I in no way disagree with what was said um, by Tamika. I agree with what she said. I just think the way it was presented, the timing, it, it was very... It was off, right? And, and and one would come to the conclusion that some of these things were not as genuine as we would like them to be. So if you missed the Grammy performance, I'm going to uh, play a, a short snippet of what exactly was said by uh, Tamika Mallory. of emergency. It's been a hell of a year. Hell for over 400 years. My people, it's time we stand. It's time we demand the freedom that this land promises. President Biden, we demand justice, equity, policy, and everything else that freedom encompasses. And to accomplish this, we don't need allies. We need accomplices. It's bigger than black and white. This is not a trend. This is our plight. Until freedom. Until freedom. It's a state of emergency. It's been a hell of a year. Hell for over 400 years. My people, it's time we stand. It's time we demand the freedom that this land promises. So I totally get it. Like I said, everything that was said is what I resonate with just as well. Um, what I have used this platform to get my voice uh, to reach an audience. Um that I'm trying to reach to enlighten and explain what is going on. Maybe not so much. Uh, but uh, I don't think I would have done it that way as an activist. But, you know, to each his own. But I definitely understand or I can empathize with Tamir, uh, Tamir's mother and all that she has went through and her personal fight regarding what has happened with her son to hear other people who don't share the same sentiments um, that she has or doesn't, can't really relate the same way she's forced to have to, you know, relate when it comes to this injustice and this racial inequality. So again, a lot of times people take situations and they just become opportunists. I'm not saying that that's what uh, Tamika is, but I am suggesting that we as black people be more mindful of the uh, narrative that's being push to us and be more um, aware of who's saying what and why they're saying it, right? And, and look more into what they've done before they start 
you know, rallying up motherfuckers to collectively come together and do something. What have you been doing in the last 10, five years? Like, this is why when in 2020, everything with the George Floyd, um, Armeed Arbery, Breonna Taylor situation uh, transpired, a lot of, and, and, and I, I hate to admit this, but a lot of celebrities immediately hopped on the bandwagon of support. And, and, and it bothered me because I don't know if you truly are supporting the cause or if you're doing it for ulterior motives, right? Because if I look at your page, if I look at your history prior to this, as it relates to these exact topics, I can't probably find you involved in anything that has to do with this. And it's even more sad when it's black people where you wasn't giving a fuck about what happened to black people because you rich. You don't even feel like that pertains to you no more. So it's like, eh. But as soon as it gets the attention that it should have always gotten, there, here come these motherfucking black celebrities like with the black fist. Like, yeah, power to the people. Nigga, fuck out of here. My, my black fist is always up, upright. You heard? Like, yeah. So I don't, I don't, I'm not so with a lot of the fuckery, the propaganda and, 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 you know, it's just disheartening that, you know, this woman watched this performance and instead of feeling proud of the message that was delivered, she felt more disgusted and insulted to say the least. Um, yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys think? Like. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I, I, I'm, and again, I didn't like the performance. I didn't. It's called the bigger, um, his song is the bigger picture, but I just feel like a lot of times artists use the current buzz to hop on to continue capitalizing themselves off of. So Be mindful, guys. Be mindful. Uh, Samaria also blasted the Grammys. She blasted the police and the Black Lives Matter uh, BL BLM organization. She said, fuck a Grammy when my son is dead. Fuck all pigs, cops. Uh, this was posted on Monday, March 15th. Exactly. Black Lives Matter, Los Angeles robbed this mother. Listen carefully. They asked for money for Richard Richer. So, I don't know a person who does not know who Tamir was. But 12-year-old Tamir was murdered in Cleveland by a police officer by the name of Timothy Lohman in November of 2014 while he was playing with a toy gun in a park. And of course, video footage of the shooting um, shows Lohman shooting uh, Tamir within two seconds upon arriving at the scene. Now, the mother in two six, uh, 2016 was paid $6 million settlement in the civil suit that she actually filed against the city of Cleveland. So you have those who probably feel like, well, you did take the settlement, which is like, you know, how do you 
address that. You know, her son is gone. She's never going to get him back. There's nothing else she could get in exchange but the money. Um, she's definitely not going to get her son back, nor is the system in itself going to rectify their heinous behaviors. They haven't in over 400 and some odd years. So I doubt very seriously they're going to start today in 2021. We can hope, but eh, yeah. Little Baby did explain the sentiments behind the bigger picture. Now, this was prior to his performance. He said, my performance is important to me and I had to make sure it was right. Nominations aside, uh, actually performing the bigger picture means the most to me. I paint pictures with my songs and wanted the performance to bring that picture to life. So just like with the song, the performance had to reflect the real. No sugarcoating. My family, my fans, and my city know who I do this for. Uh, but his words didn't really comfort Samaria. She... Yeah, she wasn't with it. Since then, her page has been reported to Facebook by some unknown sources for bullying, right? And she addressed that as well. <laughs> you know, this is just sad, but um, she's not the first person to uh, address the Black Lives Matter organization in a... Uh, confrontational way um, as far as not agreeing with them or not seeing eye to eye with them. Earlier this month, you guys remember I, I covered this on my podcast, Michael Brown Sr., the father of Mike Brown, uh, called out BLM saying the foundation owed him and other activists who still are actively working to end police brutality and the murder of innocent black people. Now, BLM has raised $90 million, but has not distributed any of those funds to the families who have suffered losses of loved ones by racist cops. Michael said, where is all that money going? How could you leave the families who are helping the communities without any funding? So I'm going to leave it there with that, you guys. Definitely something to think about and and. and think hard about, you know, me as a person, I'm, I'm just a regular Joe, right? Regular Joe. I mean, I'm really not, but I'm really on the 3d for you niggas. I, I'll play regular, right? Um, if I was granted the opportunity to be where it is, God is sending me anyway, I ain't sugarcoating shit. And when people do their research on Cole, on Zania, on Nicole, on Nikki, whatever name you want to resonate with me, they're all me, right? When you do your background check, you're going to really see this bitch really is who the fuck she say she is because she been that way since she been here. That's what separates the people. Whether you really are who you say you are. You know, my spirit, guys, they, the songs, they, I'm sorry, you guys, they don't give a fuck about, you know, what time and what I'm doing. When they send me shit, they send me shit. So that was a song they sent in my head and I had to say it. Call me whatever. Judge me if you will. I'm good with all that. But um, yeah, you guys, just be mindful of the narratives in the store. Like, really pay attention to things as it be, as it's presented to you, and think for yourself, please. That's why you have your brain. We don't have one brain that we're all channeled into. If we, I mean, there is one brain that we all seem to be connected to, and it's called the internet. <laughs> 
It's called fucking the internet. But you do have your own individual mind, and I would encourage you to start using your shit. Uh, last but not least, because I got like eight minutes left, guys, and I got to get to this conference. Um, what's her name? Sawiti? That's how you say her name? Y'all don't judge me. These are younger artists. Like, I don't give up with these niggas like that. Um, but I do know that Sawiti and Sawiti, I always... I, See, if heaven was up, she'd say it right for me. Let, let me see. I'm, <laughs> don't judge me, you guys. I'm going to go wake heaven up and ask her, like, how you say this little girl name? I don't mean little girl like that. Y'all got to understand. I'm almost 39 years old, all right? So, yeah. All right, so I woke up heavenly. She said it's Sweetie, right? I don't want to disrespect nobody and say their name wrong, right? And if I do, sweetheart, it's not intentional, all right? Um, But, you know... Sorry to hear that Sweetie and uh, Quavo has broken up. Um, wow, didn't see that one coming. But I do try to, whenever I get a chance, because, you know, I speak about love very openly. Like, I am an advocate for true love. Not this bullshit y'all seeing out here. This shit ain't love, you guys. And one of the things I've always stressed to you guys is that don't believe everything you see in the media. Just because you see somebody coupled up with pictures, laughing and joking and smiling and saying that we're happy, we're in love, does not mean that they are in love or that it's true love. More than likely, when it is true love, y'all niggas is having so much fun and y'all so into each other who the fuck got time to convince the rest of the world that this is what it is like get the fuck out of here do you think that when me and my masculine get together we gonna be fucking taking pictures and sending this shit to the world look at us get the fuck out of here with that shit mm -mm -mm -mm. no but a lot of times people get caught up in image and what they see and what you see ain't always what it is and you know i believe they broke up due to her th feelings of infidelity, perhaps. Uh, the, the way it came off in the article that I read was that she, uh, she felt like her, her significant other lied and, and, and that, uh, she she endured a lot of fuckery in their relationships behind the scene. And anytime you have to lie or uh, conceal the truth behind your relationship, then you should have been out. You know what I'm saying? Ain't enough money in the world to have me sit here and parade around with a motherfucker and act like I love them when I don't fucking love this motherfucker. You crazy. Just for shits and giggles and likes and endorsements. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. You can only be in my space and, and I say I love you if, motherfucker, I love you. There's no faking that. You understand? And God is love. So he's watching all you motherfuckers who decide to put people on your arms and fake jacks and act like we're the perfect couple. Look, we're happy. We're in love. Look, babe. Look, boo. You know God know you lying, right? <laughs> That's why he cut them fucking relationships right the fuck up. He said that truth. Bang, that's it. Relationship over. Fatality. So, um, on Friday, which was yesterday, she went on Twitter and she sent a message that just said, take care. Uh, Quavo responded by saying on his post, I had love for you 
and disappointed. You did all that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. So when you say somebody is not the person you thought they were, why are they? Why is that a surprise to you that they're not the person you thought they are? Did you really even know that person? Yeah, yeah, I got to start. Real, this is why I say, ah, I could never, and I mean emphasis on not. You never say never, but I will not, okay? Be with anybody for no reason other than true motherfucking love. I'm not walking down the aisle unless it's true motherfucking love. I mean, 100%, I know this the nigga I want to get old with. Wash his ass up if I have to. Like that type of love, nigga. Be in the bathroom, nigga, taking a whole shit. I'm in there taking a whole shower type of shit. No, y'all don't know what love is. And you know why you keep, not just this couple, but many couples, they attract and who they are. So if you haven't figured out yet how to love yourself, how the fuck you think you going to uh, attract real love? It's impossible. It's fucking impossible. I don't care how many times you keep, uh, how you say, replacing this one for that one. It's not going to work if it's not authentic and if you're not authentic and if you're not being true to your authenticity then how the fuck you think you're gonna get a mate that's true and authentic to you y'all niggas is bugging right now y'all really be bugging with this whole love shit and relationship shit i'd rather be single love and may Knowing that it's real and authentic than being in a whole shit show of a relationship that um ain't about Frank and Beans. This shit is a fraud. I ain't with it. Y'all telling lies here. But apparently she felt like being in this relationship, uh, she endured a lot of betrayal and hurt behind the scenes. As she puts, quote, for a false narrative to be circulating that degrades my character. She goes on to say that presence don't band aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. I totally agree. Like, 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 let, round of applause for that. <laughs> definitely. I definitely, um, agree with what she just stated. Um, You know, too many times we get caught up, not we, sorry, because I am not aligning myself to that bullshit. Too many times celebrities specifically, because this happens in a regular life too. But you guys are so bent on proving some form of happiness or wanting people to be jealous of your life or your lifestyles or craving to have the same thing as y'all that you put yourself in a position to be aligned with something that's not even your fucking truth. And why you guys do that, I wouldn't even fucking begin to want to know. Um, but it always, you know, as the saying goes, what you do in the dark comes to light. So if you're not living in your true authenticity, we're going to figure it out. We're going to see it eventually. This is God's, you know, he's going he gonna to show it. He gonna, he, he's going to expose you. <laughs> That's why it's best to expose yourself. Or just live in your fucking truth. Because can't nobody... Expose you, nigga, when you've already exposed yourself. Fuck out of here. Shorty said, I emotionally checked out a long time ago and have walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom. So all the best to both parties involved. Uh, you never know. Maybe they'll get to get, get back together. You see, J-Lo ass don't ran back to um, A-Rod. That's his name, right? Just last week, she called the quits and now she's back, you know. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> with that being said, people, I'm going to check up out of here. I just want to speak to y'all really quick. I do got y'all on Monday with the um, third commentary uh, for the Kings versus Queens part two URL slash Queen of the Ring caffeine event. Um, that will be between, uh, that battle is with T-Top and, uh, coffee. So look out for that. Um, but yeah, it's 902, you guys. I need to get to this conference. They just sent me a fucking email. I know you heard it. And, um, yeah, I got other shit that I got to do today. I got to clean the house. Got to get ready for the family reunion. So, yeah, <laughs> that type of shit. So I love you guys. Let me leave you with a song and, um, we'll link up a little later. Uh. I really do love you guys, you guys. Love is love is awesome. Love everybody. You ain't got to like every motherfucker, you heard? But Cole said love everybody, okay? Masculine, I love you. Later, you guys. Girl, I look in your eyes, see you care. 